Hello everyone and welcome to this review episode of The Wayward Dragons. Uh, I'm Johnny. <laughs> and I'm Kelsey. I'm going to apologize. I have whatever this cold bullshit that's going around. So I'm going to apologize for how I sound and all the sniffling. Ugh. Well, you know, it is... <laughs> 2024 now yes. so <clears throat> it's probably like some kind of bubonic plague variant or some craziness oh, like that. i mean probably it's whatever is going around where you have it for like two weeks you feel great and then it hits you again like a wall and then you feel like crap again so it's whatever yeah. that is i just i'm thankful yeah. i'm home i don't have to be anywhere so, but how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, you know, I made a 2024 bingo card and I already have, not including the free space, I already had one of the things marked okay. off on it. I made it on New Year's Eve. Uh, and so I was just like getting frustrated. So I started putting random shit in there. I'm like, this will never <laughs> happen. And one of those things is the first thing thing that happened which was uh the epstein list oh oh yeah they started to release that uh yeah well it's there it's stupid because certain people are like yeah no we'll look that and it's like yeah what is that but you yeah, know it's like some of the people that are that they've revealed on the list is not surprising at all no no but a lot of it is <laughs> that it was it was kind of funny because there's certain people who were on that list that are like begging for their names not to be revealed because they could threaten their lives and livelihood. And it's like, yeah, but you're a garbage person. So yeah. who the fuck yeah. cares? Like, yeah, you forfeited that right a long time ago. <laughs> like, yep. yep. So that was the thing that I got right. Uh, so let's, let's keep hoping that the rest of the year goes on a positive note. Cause I think that's a positive note is those garbage people. Yeah. And, well, it revealing who those garbage people are. I have a feeling a lot of them are going to be like, because <laughs> a lot of the people they did release, some of them were politicians or like famous yeah. people. I have a feeling that a lot of the ones that they have not released are even more so. Problem, yeah. And so, which is probably why they haven't released them yet, because it's going to be major, major issues uh, when they do. Tr yes, that is very true. I so, I mean, we're, you know, it's an election it year, is. and we're already in a sensitive spot politically yes. in this country. I mean, we've been in a sensitive spot, but more and more, and it's going to, uh, without getting political, it's going to get rough for both sides. Yes. And, you know, it would not surprise me if we ended up in some kind of civil war over everything that's going on. No, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, some people say we're already in a civil war, just there's no violence yet. But... I can agree with that. You won't go into all I that. I can totally agree with that. Uh, yeah. We won't go into all that. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, the question was, how am I? I am okay. <laughs> I have been digging in deep uh, first part of the year with my <laughs> challenge for the year for reading. 
Yes, you have. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it at this point. I mean, I know it's like six days in while we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've only finished 20 books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just now saw that. <laughs> what about you? How are you? <laughs> Other than being, being sick and dying. Being sick and having snot come out of almost every orifice of my body. Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm thankful I'm home. Having a seasonal job has paid off right now. Um, no. Uh, oh, hold on. I had a piece of paper, so I know I remember what to talk to you about. Um, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first with your all your? <laughs> well, mine is a series, yeah. so yeah, you can go okay. first. So, the last two of last year that I finished reading was The Cursed by Heather Graham. That's part of her Crew of Hunters series. I read those as my coffee bean. I call them my coffee beans. Um, when I want something, like, kind of refreshing. This takes place in Key West. It's... She follows the same formula for her books, and frankly, I'm to the point where I really don't care. Um, they're just a nice thing to read every once in a while. Um, now, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a bad review. So, one of the book clubs I'm a part of on Fable, and if you're not part of Fable, in I think you should join. I, I like the community there. There's a lot of book clubs for a lot of different people. Anyway, one of the book clubs I'm in, we read The It Girl by Ruth Ware. Now, I've read other books by Ruth Ware, and they are fabulous. The Woman in Cabin 10, that is, that's great. That's a, that was a good one. The It Girl, those need to be burned. That book was almost 500 pages. That was like an 18 plus hour audiobook. That is the most dragged out book I have ever listened to in a very long time. It should not have been as long as it was. There's no real suspense in it. You can, as someone with the spice upstairs, figured it out pretty fucking quick. And what basically happens is... It's based in England. This group of friends, they kind of become friends. It's their first year at Oxford. They've all gotten into Oxford. And um, the main character is a girl named Hannah. And she's real shy and it's her first year. And her roommate is um, this like really popular rich girl. And they become friends. They all become they morph into this weird friend group with a couple other people and towards the end of their semester she dies the popular girl the it girl dies and it's like 10 years later the guy that went to jail's um dead and this guy's doing a podcast and he's trying to figure out mom is he actually guilty or is he innocent and stuff so she takes it upon herself to start digging through everything and spoiler alert someone in the friend group shocking 
Um, and it's just, it, it should not have been almost 500 pages. That book could have been less than 300 and we could have crammed all that information in there. Way too long, way too dragged out. Like all the reviews on Goodreads was like this, you either love it or you hate it. And I've read other books by her and they've been great. The Woman in Cabin 10, that is a great one where she's on a cruise ship and this lady sees someone go overboard and she's trying to figure out who it is and yeah. So those are the last two I read of 2023. It's kind of disappointed by that girl. Very disappointed. Um, and then (laughs) I read The Unwanted Guest by Shari Lepena. So, I know that you've watched Clue. I know that you watched Clue. Yes. This is Clue. I mean, how can I not? It's Tim fucking Curry. And so, this book, major Clue vibes. If you love the movie, I suggest the book. Because it's the same kind of thing. There's like, and I had to write down the names of the people because I was getting them confused. So there's 10 people and they're in this very remote cabin in upper state New York, snowstorm, you know, type thing. And, um, sorry, there's a plow that just drove by. Um, (laughs) so 10 people, they're at a very remote um, old hotel in New York. There's no Wi-Fi, no um, cell service, and every single person has something to hide, like they do in the movies. In the movie, you know, everybody's got something, and slowly people start to die, and it it gives clue vibes. You, you go through everybody's point of view, which it's kind of confusing um, in the beginning. Um, I mean, you find out who it is pretty quick, but it's really funny if you, not funny, but, um, it's a nice read if you like watching the movie. I would suggest reading that because it gives you a clue vibes. Well, I really just like watching the movie because of Tim Curry. Yeah. Because I love that man and he is a treasure. He is. That's that's one of my actually sad thing. That's one of my things on my bingo card is uh, we that we lose Tim Curry this Mm-mm. year. That's I don't want it to happen, but I have a feeling it will. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I'm that way with Alan Rickman. I just like watching stuff. To I don't I love Alan Rickman and Johnny Depp. I'll watch anything with Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny Depp is very hit or miss. Uh, and that was even before all of his problematic issues came out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but him as a per like him as an actor to me is very hit or miss. It can be. But it it, it can be. There's some stuff I've watched where I've been No, 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 this isn't the vibe. Um And then I read The Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern. 
This is the same author that writes Night Circus. That was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. So, I don't even know where to begin. So, from the beginning? It's. <laughs> so, you follow this because there's like weird short stories in the beginning and you're not really sure where these start to fit in but you have a younger man he's maybe late 20s going through his master's program up in vermont and he's it's winter break but he's not home it's like right before they start back again kind of like this time of year and um he goes to the library and he finds like this leather bound book and the lights go out while he's reading it. So he's like, I'm going to take it home and I'm going to read it. Well, he starts reading it and he's one of the short stories in the book is about him. It's an experience he had as a kid where he was in front of this beautifully painted door outside of his mom's shop. His mom is a um, spiritual advisor and it, ex- it ex- um, describes the experience that he has and how he never went through. Is this like an echo time diary type situation? It, it's like weird time. It follows the story of fate and time falling in love. And because that's all the stories are. There's short stories in between. I'm going to give a lot of spoilers. There's all the stories that are in between the chapters is another reincarnation of fate and time. And in this newer story, she, fate, is a person in this like super secret, multi-layered, weird society. And time is the keeper. One of like the main people within the society and zachary the boy from college he starts wanting to figure out one where the book came from and why is he in it he finds the secret society and they're trying to preserve knowledge they are they're like the storytellers um and there's different levels and someone who used to be a part of the society wants to protect the society because there's a prophecy of Zachary destroying it. And it's, huh. you find out it, the, it's like this weird multidimensional thing. It reminds me of the librarians, you know? Okay. It gives me librarian vibes. Um, because you find out where this the, and what's the name of this? The Starless Sea. Hold on, let me go get it. I didn't return it to the library yet. It's it's a thick one. Um Aaron Morgenstern. Yeah. Um So as they go down and it's and it's queer. The Zachary is is gay. 
So there's a little bit of queer romance towards the end. Um, but like the, you, you find out that the, one of the stories is true. One of the stories is this woman could make stories out of anything. And she started with smoke and clouds and she eventually moved to things to like wax and stuff and stone and um a, a man asks her for commission to make something that no one could ever get into to hide something and she's like it'll take me a year and she makes this multi-layered thing that's what i think the society is is her story because there's multi-dimensional like weird time travel depending on where you're at in this it 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 was really good and i'm very sad that it's only it's a one and done it's a complete story in a single novel who does that what (laughs) but it, it gave me librarian the show and like the movie vibes because they're wanting to save the world like the knowledge within the world um because you have like alkalites who they give up their their tongue they do not speak and they are the people that are in charge of the stories of writing the stories and stuff and then you have the keepers who find the stories and then you have the guardians who guard the whole shebang um and yeah it's it's about love it's about fate and time falling in love with each other like (laughs) it was cool 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 it's almost like a 20 hour audio it's just shy of 19 just shy of 19 um but it yeah if you like librarians, the show, I recommend this. I've, I'm trying to get through Night Circus. It's been a little bit of a struggle. This took a minute to get into because you get kind of confused on why there are short stories. But eventually the stories start to make sense about halfway through. Oh, and then, so I, I'm old, you know, so I'm getting everything in large font. If anybody picks this up in large print beware um i think there's a publishing issue i have to let my library know or maybe it's like a purpose of the book sometimes it will go like (laughs) where did it yeah so 632 okay Uh uh-huh what does that say 635 635. So towards the end, the printing gets a little weird because there's 633. <laughs> I mean, that could have also been. So I don't know if it was intentional either. Yeah, see, it could have also been like on purpose. So that's what I've read. I'm currently reading The Bear in the Nightingale by. Shit, who's that by? Um, 
Catherine Erden. That's a trilogy. That was one of the book club books. I think you might like this. Um, it's set in Russia, and it's and it's that time where Christianity was warring in Russia. So you have a lot of people that are still doing the old ways, but then you have Christianity trying to take over in stuff and this little girl well she's not little in the now in where I'm at but um she can see all the fae so all of like the little um creatures and stuff that they have in their home and stuff that they leave offerings to and like all the fae in the forest she can see and it okay. freaks her um stepmother out who is devout and what they don't know is um she has been promised to frost who's like the i wouldn't necessarily say a demon but um not a good guy because the bear who is somebody else worse than him is starting to wake up and she is the key to keeping him in place but the, she can see all the little, like, wood sprites and all the, like, the fae in the forests and, like, the little creature that lives in the stables and stuff. So, it's a trilogy. I'm almost done with the first one. And then we watched Stay Close. That's on Netflix. Um, our boy Thorin Oakenshield is in it. Um... He plays like this weird um, photographer, but um, it's really good. We watched it in one sitting because, you know, why would we not? And um, basically he falls in love with a stripper and the stripper has a client that's very, um, not very good. And one night she comes out and the client's like bloody like dead in the forest and boyfriend mr richard mr thorin oakenshield follows her and finds the dead body well he takes it upon himself to get rid of said dead body and um 10 years later they it starts happening again what you find out is there's a serial killer that's killed like 15 almost 20 people um i'm not gonna spoil it it's actually really good um but it's one of those things of how how far are you willing to go to keep something secret um and stuff so that was really good um i'm gonna give another bad review so we finished, we are almost done with listening to Mortuardi on Audible. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Why? One, the character that Billy Boyd played, it's back. It's in the second season, but he doesn't narrate. That's weird. So... You have Dominic playing, you have Sherlock and Mortardi are the same characters, but his colonel, who was played in the first season, 
by Billy Boyd isn't the same person. It's fucking annoying. I hate that. And it's not, it's not as fast paced. Like, it's kind of, eh. Like. Okay. It's, eh. I don't, the first season is very good. Second one, no thank you. Especially once they changed Billy Boyd out. I don't know if he had other commitments or something. But he needs to come back for that second season because that sucks. The guy that plays him sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, really sucks. But the first season's pretty good. First season's pretty good. Where did I stick that? Oh, there it is. But yeah, that's all I've got for... <laughs> that's all I've got. Alright, well, as we said, uh, I have <laughs> knocked out 20 books so far in the year. How uh, many have you been reading a day? Like a ridiculous... I don't know. They're not. They're not super long. Well, I know. That's uh, like, how many of you are books. reading a day? They're not super long books. At least uh, five. You're reading at least five a day. But uh, yeah. So <laughs> everything like it's sorry. Yeah. So I said at some point last year I wanted to revisit the Animorphs series because uh, I had never finished it and loved the lore and stuff behind it. So I that's what I've been reading. I've knocked out the first 20 books. And when I say 20 books, I don't mean like numbers 1 through 20 because there are like books that happen between stories. Like they go into like, <coughs> you know, like, hey, this tells a story of this particular side character or this is you know, stuff that'll be referenced before and that'll be referenced later that uh, <coughs> um, my brain will blank. <laughs> the things that we've referenced before, things that we'll reference later, and here's what we're actually talking about here, which I love that she did this. Uh, the author is K.A. Applegate. And yeah, let me tell you, first off, amazing work. Yeah. She is super kick-ass. Uh, she is aggressively supportive of the LGBT community and of trans people. She is like the exact opposite of J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And honestly, to me, this book series is better than Harry Potter anyways. <laughs> but we're not going to go into that. Uh, so the premise of the story is, and you know, slight, sp slight spoilers here. Uh, the premise of the story is, is that there's these group of kids that are leaving the mall. And this takes place in the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's very 90s, like some of the references and stuff. I'm like, oh, I know what this is, but they would not hold it today. I, I thought about like giving these books to my you know niece or nephew would be like, hey, enjoy this. But they wouldn't get half the freaking references with like athletes and singers and stuff like that. Uh yeah, so they're walking home from the mall because uh, they all live not too far from each yeah. other. And uh, <laughs> so you have Tobias, who... Uh, I, don't know why, I don't know why I chose to start with Tobias, but <laughs> you have Tobias, who... Uh, his family is very broken. His father disappeared 
when he was super, super young. Like, I don't, it was before he was born, actually. And then his mother disappeared when he was younger. So he's been kind of just living with family member to family member. And they've been passing him around because uh, no one really wants him. But they're, you know, he's family, so they're not really going to say that. Uh, you've got Marco, who is the clown of the group, always tries to make things funny. Uh, his his mother is his mother disappeared when he was like two years prior, and then his father's been in a wreck of a state mentally uh, since then. You've got, but he tries to like live the funny side of life or try to get the best out of everything. So he always constantly makes jokes and it's like, Hey, this is probably why I make jokes out of my trauma <laughs> because of this guy. Probably. Uh, but uh, yeah. Then you've got Cassie who is her family owns a, uh, like her dad's a veterinarian and they like live on an animal rescue type thing where they, like take care of wildlife animals and stuff like that. So they have all these different random wild animals that they take care of until they get better so they can re-release them into the wild. Her mother works doing vet stuff at a adventure park. For those who don't know, an adventure park or a safari park is one that has like rides and stuff, like a theme park, but also has a whole section of like wildlife animals. Yeah. Uh, I think like the zoo on steroids. The... Yep. You have Rachel, who is like your stereotypical pretty girl, but that's only how she appears. She's really like a total badass. And they, Marco teases her all the time, saying that she's Xena. Uh, if that gives you any <laughs> inference as to what time period this is set in and how kids these days would not know who the hell Xena that is, <laughs> which is something I'm surprised they haven't remade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a great show. Yes. Sorry freaking awesome uh so and then you have jake who is the unofficial leader and is also <coughs> rachel's cousin uh and so they kind of like defer to him so they're walking home uh they're walking <coughs> past this construction site that just kind of got left because there was a project that was started and kind of abandoned uh and they see an alien space crash crash so they go and check it out, and uh, the creature that comes off of it is what's known as an andalite, and the way they describe it is, it's like, the bottom part is like deer-shaped, okay. but where its head would be, there is a human torso, and uh, it comes up, and on the head, you have the two main eyes, and you have two socks with two additional eyes, so basically, and it's blue, they're, they're blue. Uh, in addition to that, they have a long tail with like a scorpion blade on the end. So they it's like a centaur with a scorpion yeah, tail like, that's blue and has antennas. Like a, yeah, they met the Smurfs. Like really, really cool, really cool design. Uh, but so this guy's like dying, and he like basically tells the kids, "Hey, your planet's being invaded by this other alien race called the Yurks." And they're like little slug creatures. They crawl into people's minds and go into like the little crevices in your mind, in your brain, <coughs> and attach themselves and take over. And, uh, you know, 
my people won't be able to be here for at least another year to two years. So, you know, I'm dying, but I give you guys the special technology that we have that no one else is allowed to have uh, because we have laws against sharing our technology, but I'll give it to you to help save your planet. Okay. And so they're like, the fuck's going on here? <laughs> sure. Why not? I'm getting a superpower. <laughs> so he gives them all the ability to acquire animal DNA by touching it, touching the animal and then being able to morph into that animal. Uh, and so, like, if you acquire a female of a species, you're going to turn into a, the female. You're basically a DNA copy of whatever animal, uh, which is cool because you can, like, transform <coughs> and stuff. So they, like, start getting into this, and all these secrets come out. Uh, the big bad guy that they constantly face, uh, which is one of the Yerks, comes up, and, like, tr- apparently he is the only Yerk that is ever infested in Andalite body because uh, there's like a whole huge war between these two groups. And so he can transform because he has the technology. Uh, and so he transforms this other thing and literally eats the alien that crashes, whose name is Elfangor. He eats him like whole. And so they're just like, what the fuck is this? The kids are, they're like, we're not dealing with this. And the more that time goes on, they get, find out how big of a threat the stuff that actually is. Because, you know, they all think it's some kind of crazy weird dream they had. Uh, but they find out how big of a threat it is. And then they find uh, another Andalite who just so happens to be the kid brother of Alfinger. His name. I'm not going to say his full name because it's like this fucking long. <laughs> but they, they refer to him as Axe. And so Axe, like, acquires DNA from a couple of different people. And then he can appear as human. Uh, the trick, though, is is that you can only stay in a morph for two hours. So if you stay any, any longer than two hours, or approximately two hours, you will be stuck that way. <coughs> Which makes things a little bit difficult. That's weird. But so, in the first couple books, or first several books, it's, you know, we're fighting against this alien race. And we're, you know, fighting to save our planet, but we don't know if we really want to, but we don't really have a choice. Yeah. And so they're just kids being kids dealing with all these issues. But after trauma, after trauma <laughs> that these kids get put through from different shit that they have to deal with, um, about halfway through the series, it's no longer, we don't want to do this. It's, hey, we have to commit war crimes or else we're going to go extinct as a species. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's a young or I don't say it's a young it's like a middle grade book series. Yeah, I was like, it's, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're not super super long. Uh, they're they're enjoyable. I'm definitely gonna have to up my target number this year because <laughs> at this rate, I, like in a month, I would have already hit my uh, target and I've already finished the entire book series. Yeah. I mean, you could double it. But, Make it like a hundred and four. That way you still get. Well, I think I'm just. Fifty-two more. Yeah. What I think I'm gonna do is just after I finish this book series, I'm just gonna set it at the one twenty that I finished for last yeah. year. And uh, see what happens. 
hopefully go from there and be successful at finishing book series. <coughs> but that's that's really that's what I do. All I have to review. I haven't really watched anything. Oh no, I did watch something. I finally got around to watching the Unbreakable trilogy. Uh, so apparently, people don't know this. Uh, so Split that came out a few years ago is actually the middle movie of a trilogy. What? You're giving me a weird look. I guess you didn't know that either. I don't even know what you're talking about. Split. So it's the movie with the guy with the multiple personalities that kidnaps the. Oh, uh, with um, girl. um, Doctor X, the guy that plays Doctor X, Professor yeah, X, James yeah. McCallum. I did not know what. Yeah. That's a trilogy. Yeah, that's actually a middle movie and a trilogy. Uh, that's the middle movie. So the first one is Unbreakable, which came out in like 2000. Yeah. Starring Bruce Willis. And then the third one is Glass that has the two of them and uh, uh, my brain is going blank on his name. But anyways, <laughs> it's a superhero-esque movie. Uh, they definitely have superpowers. And it is done by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. But afterwards, after I watched them, I was like, well, that is something I experienced. Those were movies. Yeah. They weren't bad. They were just, they were different. Yeah. He's very much a different director. Oh, he does good. He does, yeah, I don't mind He does it. a good job. What did we watch? Because there was one he had that was like, it's like the prequel to um, Abe. That one was weird. I can't even find it now. Yeah. What? <coughs> I think that, uh... No, that was, um... That sums us up That here. was somebody else who made the prequel to Abe. I don't know what that is. Um, from Hellboy. Um, you're not talking about Shape of Water, are you? Because that's not a prequel. No, I. I think yeah, it's not a prequel, but it it's Abe vibes. It's Del Toro. Well, because it, it's also Doug Jones yeah. who plays Abe Sapien. Uh, that movie is very problematic, and it would not have ever been made or received anywhere near if how well it was. If the gender were reversed, that is one of many movies that are like that. That if the gen- that if the genders were reversed, uh, people would have flipped the fuck out, which is a huge problem with our society. Because you know, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to get into that rant. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the movie I was thinking of. Uh, it was a it was a different director, different director. That's uh, Guillermo del Toro, yeah. isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I, I love del Toro. You get the two of them confused all the time. Uh, but does not change the fact that that is a problematic movie. What I get that? them confused all the time. They're movies. Ah. That sounds like, eh, did he? Nope, nope. It was the other guy. It was the other guy. 
Oh, but yeah, I think that's all we have for this one. Um, join us as we kind of go through our Crystal mini series. Um, in our last episode, we talked about layouts and grids. And the next one, we'll be talking about pendulums and wands. So please join us as we do that. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have. Uh, please join us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I post photos that go along with the episodes um, like of all of our books and stuff that we've talked about. Um, and if you have a book recommendation or a topic recommendation, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com. Please, please, please rate, review, subscribe. Please tell a friend. Uh, until next time. And I'm, I'm Kelsey. Johnny. Bye. Bye.